under attack. We certainly wouldn't fire a missile at the Soviet Union. Now, who the hell did? Four people. Three minutes. If we don't hit them hard and hit them now, we may never get a second chance. In this one, sir, there are no military geniuses. Two choices. The fate of this planet may be riding with you. One chance for survival. An all-star cast in the HBO original movie by Dawn's Early Light. Premieres May 19th. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night. Here in the... We're in Lent, Mark. Yeah. It's Lent. What did you give up for Lent? Uh, Apparently, I gave up watching good TV movies. Oh, how fucking dare you? I don't appreciate these unkind words straight out of the box. Especially since you're wrong. Oh, my God. Fine. Go on. Go on. Uh, It's... What did you give up for Lent? I, well, I, I guess having a I, job. My my will to not have a will to live. Okay. I, guess I gotta I gotta push another forty days, and then when they roll back the rock, it's going to crush me. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't. It's the joke in school was always like, I'm giving up going to church. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Classic. That's a good one. What a gag. Did you go to yeah. Ash Wednesday Mass, Mark? I, I did not any, go. I don't see any ashes on your forehead. That I just never washed off yeah, four you, days ago. You know, you just, you want people to know. You know, uh, no, Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday, sure. and then 40 days of Lent. Good yeah. Friday ends Lent. Then Holy Saturday and Easter Sunday. We all yes. know this. Palm Sunday. That's the week before. I know what it is. Okay. I do. I'm, I'm just asking, man. <laughs> I'm asking the questions. No, I did not go to Ash Wednesday. Did you go to Ash Wednesday? Of course I did. Really? Show me how, a picture. Can't you see how filthy my forehead is right now? I thought that you were just, <laughs> I thought I, that you had I, just eaten a, um, a bunch of graham crackers. No, before. it's, it's, I have to really wash my pillowcases. This is what it really yeah. boils down to. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, there's a, I don't know. That's why I keep breaking out as well. Yeah. Is that, no, guy, is that eyeliner? Or? <laughs> I did not go to Ash Wednesday mass, Mark, because I was in Los Alamos. The testing site? <laughs> the small city in California that's also part of wine country. Oh, were you on a trip? I, I did. I went on a I went on a wonderful handful of days out in beautiful Los Alamos, next to Los Olivos. I think yeah. that's how it's pronounced. Uh, you go you know, to the uh, the famous uh, brewery out there, the Los Alamos Draft House. Okay. All right. All right. Just you know, I you you you. We talked about it in the pre-show, and I said, no, don't do it. I'm telling you, it's a low percentage shot. I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I nailed it. <laughs> no, we stayed at the Alamo Motel. So you stayed at the Los Alamos Alamo no, no. Hotel. Yeah, well, yes, technically. Uh, we uh, drank a bunch of wine. I realized, and I've known this for a while, I'm not a big wine guy. Yeah. My wine... But I'm not a big oh, wine guy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we did a flight. We did a tasting of a set of like a flight, five separate wines. 
drank the first one. I was like, that tastes like wine. Yeah. Got into the second one. I was like, I'm I'm noticing hints of wine. Wine. In this. <laughs> and I put my nose in the third one. I was like, yeah, that's that's wine. All right. It's that's definitely wine. I'm, yeah. Ooh, ooh, back in the it's yeah, back here. It's yeah, that's a wine. I'm tasting a wine here. So that's kind of where uh, where I fell throughout the entire week. But it was fun, though. Was Were there a lot of like elbows in the ribs as you were like chocolate, I guess? And then she's like, <laughs> no, uh, no, I had her taste first. What, what do you think? And then I was like, absolutely. Blueberries. Isn't that good? That's Is- oh, yeah. Tobacco. Earthy mm-hmm. stones taste like stones. She says, she said, look at the legs on the glass. And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I looked under the table. I said, there oh, they are. Oh my God. They go all the way to the ground. <laughs> Woo. Getting hot and bothered before I even take a drink. You ever been out there, Mark? Uh, you ever been to like uh Solvang? No, no. Uh, no, I've never, uh, I am not, uh, much of a wine drinker so there's really no appeal well for it's me. it's out of town is what it boils down to it's just like you just get out of town because the town itself is only I, I i don't even know it's probably it can't be over two thousand people yeah so it's just a little blip on the 135 and it, you know it's just nice to to get out of town uh well, all right well sorry sorry your sorry your ash wednesday wasn't as as Exciting as yours. Yeah. Well, next time you you can come on come on up to Los Alamos. Oh, well, I would have if you invited me. Well, you know, you're that... you're invited for the next time. Actually, there's a place up there called Bodega that was wonderful. Uh, what is it? It's is a it, uh, is it a bodega? They have they have sandwiches. <laughs> there's a cat sleeping on an ATM machine. They have loose uh, the, cigarettes, loose cigarettes, bottles of beer. The deli- most delicious hot fries you can imagine that have been there for years. Yeah. No, it's a um, it's basically an outdoor patio space, and they like serve you know wines and beers and stuff like that, but. We we went up there and, and it was it was nice the two of us being together up there, but we both agreed we're like this would be a, a fun place to sit with pals and just enjoy a couple couple wine glasses of vino or a couple um, brewskis okay. with some friends. Andrew, I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh but God, here when she said with some friends, do you think that she meant me? <laughs> you know, like friendly people you know it's it's vague it's very general it doesn't mean anything if the were i i don't ever want to dismiss a person as not being a friend sure that's that there's friends and then there's friendlies and then there's i don't consider myself to have enemies mark that's yeah there's adversaries there's very few of those i'm antagonistic towards people but it's i'm you're not an enemy right so you know friends or friends of friends or friends of friends of friends it's yeah. all i mean it's a big space as well so we yeah. just spread I don't, out I can we don't be have there. to sit right there i don't have to talk next to, to us we'll just point to the corner and, and say yeah. just just agree with them just hey, get get just drunk go, over there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh but it was nice it was it was refreshing even yeah, though great. it was um you know. spend a lot on this muffler television movie night is your home resource for made for tv movies 
Uh, in the month of February, we talked about love gone wrong, but we're now in March, Mark. Yep. The third month. And with and uh, there's there's a group of people that are marching I've, I've right into the somewhere. Ukraine. With uh, international tempers flaring the way they are, we thought it might be interesting to look at films made for TV films that focus on World War Three specifically. Grotesque, maybe like morbid, morbid, kind Absolutely. of. But or be us, you oh, bet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jared Leto is in all of the films we're going to yeah. talk about this month. Uh, but we, you know, th- the thing that seems to be that you come back to again and again with made for TV movies seem to be biopics. You got your lifetime horse shit and yeah, Woman in World Danger, War Three. And we started the goddamn podcast with one of these. So get off my ass. <laughs> The first one was very good. The first one was very good. The day after, obviously, yes. a great film. So let's see if this one that we watched today is the same caliber. According to Mark, no. Perhaps. <laughs> Sources say no. This time around, we watched By Dawn's Early Light, sometimes referred to as The Grand Tour on Amazon. Terrible name. <laughs> This is one of the worst names I've ever heard. It's, yeah, it's a spinoff to Top Gear because Jeremy Clarkson got fired. He's got a they've got planes now and they're dropping bombs. The grand tour. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call Well, What Do You Know? Andrew, would you be able to talk your grandfather into watching a movie called The Grand Tour? Or would you be like, by dawn's early light, there's planes, and he'd be like, I'm in. I don't. Well, you know, the Grand Tour. Uh, Unless Grand he's into, is is he into bicycling? The Grand Tour. If I said it was a war movie called The Grand Tour, yeah, he'd probably be into it. Yeah. But by dawn's early light is a more evocative name for sure. Yes. When you're talking about. Nuclear Hellfire, uh, Nuclear Hellfire, uh, by Dawn's Early Light, premiered on May 19th, 1990, on HBO. Not TV. It's home box office. This starred an absolute Cracker Jack cast, all right? Yes. Bulletproof. Very good cast. Rebecca De Mornay. Rebecca De Booth. Rebecca De Mornay from the Trip to Bountiful. Backdraft. She was in that Netflix Jessica Jones show. Powers uh, Powers Booth. Tombstone. Sin City. Red Dawn. Deadwood. Deadwood. James Earl Jones in all of your favorite films. And Doctor Strange Love as well. Doctor Strange Love is the one I was gonna say. <laughs> seems a, seems a little bit like Doctor Strange Love to me. Martin Landau, Mission Impossible, North by Northwest, and of course, Ed Wood. Ed fucking Wood. The guy won an Academy Award for that film, as He's, he should have. He said there were more people in the theater that night than had seen the movie. Which is an absolute crying shame. Rip 
torn mark oh yeah ready <laughs> the steady hand on the wheel that you're looking for in a war movie you're like i'm gonna go i'm gonna trust rip torn on this one rip torn probably had a different character written for him and he's like no I'm nah, gonna, what about I'm, a, what about I'm, a piece of shit peter mcnichol is here from ghostbusters 2 ally mcbeal ally mcbeal harvey birdman attorney at law oh really he does uh, X the Eliminator, I want to say. He's, he's actually very funny on that show. Darren McGavin is in this movie as well. You might recognize him as Billy Madison's dad. <laughs> or the dad from uh, Christmas Story. Christmas Story as well. Or Cole Jack, the Night Stalker. Cole Jack, yeah. Uh, he also had a recurring role on Murphy Brown. He also dealt with the devil dog. <laughs> that is true as well. The hound a, a, hound, a hound from hell uh this was written by bruce gilbert who is also an executive producer on the movie more of a producer than a writer was a producer on the china syndrome and mm-hmm. on golden pond yeah but this is based on the book trinity's child which seems to be based on red alert well take that up with writer william Procknow. oh i'll find him who, uh, according to Wikipedia, was on Nixon's enemies list. Oh, no. Due to his uh, 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 coverage of the Vietnam War. Also wrote a piece for Vanity Fair that inspired the, the Meg Ryan, Russell Crowe movie, Proof of Life. Classic. From 2000. And... We didn't mention it last week, but really, this should have been top bill. I, I didn't know until I saw his name in the opening credits, and I, I texted you immediately. <laughs> Directed by fan Jack. favorite Jack Shoulder, Shoulder, which, as you TV movie heads out there absolutely know, Jack Shoulder, the director of Generation X for Fox. Yeah, one of the worst things we've watched. That's not, that is not true. But most controversial in a lot of ways. Spurred a lot of debate. It did, about whether they were farting or pooping. Whether they pooped themselves. Uh, but also, as you know, directed Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's, Freddy's Revenge, Revenge. My favorite Mark's one. favorite one. Wishmaster 2, and then uh, it looks like his last directing credit was something called 12 Days of Terror. 12 Days of Terror. 12 Days of Terror, which I looked at the box art and there was a shark on it. And I was like, all right, I got oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> nope. There's a, there's a shark on it. Mark, it. before we jump in, what did you think by Dawn's Early Light, a.k.a. the Grand Tour, was going to be about? Uh, Tour de France, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a long, it's a long race. There's like a bunch of older retirees that are going on like a tour of uh, Europe. It's like if it's Wednesday, if it's Wednesday, it must be Belgium. You know, it's like a madcap kind of adventure across the tour of Europe. I'm thinking it's more like, you know, a father and son need to get across Europe. Uh, and they're they reconnect because they have to they have to move something. You know, they have to move a piece of furniture from you know, Britain all the way it's, to Finland. Yeah, it's basically Fitzcarraldo. They have to move a gambling steamership across the Andes mountains. And, you know, it's like, how are they going to do it? Or if I were to call it the grand tour, it would also, it would be a, 
like a BBC type show where they they go to like they go through wine country. Oh, no, it's an acting troupe. It's an elderly acting troupe that's going on their last grand tour throughout. Oh, Europe. it's it's like uh, it's like Stan and Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. OK, that's pretty good. OK. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for this episode so of six, TV Movie Night. six out of ten. I'd say it was a lot of fun. It was I nice it, to uh, see three bags of popcorn out of five. Young, young Kenneth Branagh. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Dawn's Early Light. It seemed like it's about war. I was like, maybe it's like fail safe. Maybe it's like. Yeah. Trying to avert World War Three. Dr. Strangelove. It's miscommunication after miscommunication. Yeah. He, uh, James Earl Jones went a bit funny. But he went where's he, where is major jones <laughs> vladimir uh he just he, he just went did, he did a silly thing <laughs> i'm not i'm not i think he's crying <laughs> act one mark we open up with the title card that tells us that rebellion war there's a there's a it's a Star Wars title. Yeah, crawl. Star Wars Episode Two: War has come to the galaxy. <laughs> rebellion, uh, a rebellion is happening in the Soviet Republic of Tajikistan, which is like, definitely a real country. Absolutely, and not, absolutely not not, not just, those not, not the writers' first swipe at this name, like <laughs> Tans Tans Tanzikistan. We'll gonna, fix it later, gonna, and they never did. Not going to work here anymore. Yeah, this <laughs> this reeks of like uh, the you know the the run that they have in like the Three Stooges, where it's like y- you know kick your <laughs> ass uh, or something like that. What's the? Do you know what I'm talking about? The the, the Stooges had one where they're like banana Republic dictators and they have a bunch of punny countries that they run. Oh, sure. Uh, but then we fade to a rainy motor lodge where two drunken partiers powers Bare, booth bar- barely don't crash their car. Yeah. The drunk motel. drive, drunk drive <laughs> into the parking lot. Pull the e-brake, just slide into the room. Yeah. Hit one of the support beams. Wait, wait. All right. No harm, no foul. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're on the porch uh, sipping a Merlot and you're like, oh, they seem like cool people. We should oh, light up we the should, fire pit. The fire. Uh, you, you, we could, we have a, we, you know, we'd be interested to talk. Yeah. Oh, they did not oh. like, they did not like our vibe. So oh, they are, <laughs> they are uh, more interested in each other. It would seem. This is uh, Powers Booth and Rebecca De Mornay as they're getting hot and heavy with each other. We start yeah. this first 10 pages. You got to start off big and two people fucking. <laughs> it doesn't that. get bigger than that. Uh, they had a night on the town, drunk drive home, and now they're at this motor lodge. The morning after, we realized that this is Major Cassidy. Powers Booth is Major Cassidy and Rebecca De Mornay is Captain Mor- Moreau. Yeah. The island. He's got an Cap- island. The island of Captain Moreau. Uh, and they are subordinate and uh, the superior superior officer to one another. Yeah. CO. And they get in a fight in the hotel room as it's pretty obvious that they like they're a thing that they're they're my Saturday night thing. thing. Yeah, they're into but, each other and they screw a lot. Yes. But Moreau is mad because Cassidy is like, well, the motor lodge is 30 miles away from the base. He doesn't want to necessarily let people know on the base that they're together because then it's all 
thing. Come on, babies on these things. Why do we have to put a label on things? Why can't we just have fun? Is the idea here? I'm looking for a co-pilot that's (laughs) fun. (laughs) He's also writing a a movie about World War II. (laughs) Yes. It caused an issue with the chain of command, et cetera, et cetera. So Moreau leaves angrily and says, I'll just call a cab and go to the base. Meanwhile, we cut to an air control post in Turkey. Okay. As a unidentified airplane is inbound to Russia from Turkey or some kind of thing is in the air and it doesn't seem to have any call signals or whatever, whatever you should have on these kind of things. And well, the USSR at this time is not terribly excited to have unwelcome guests like this. Yeah. Andrew, did you notice that the lighting in this room looked an awful lot like uh, Cerebro in uh, <laughs> in Generation X? In Generation X. It's like there's a wall that's blue. Everybody's face is red. And then just why do you think disgusting yellow on another wall? Why do you think they hired the guy? What if, what, he... <laughs> what if they had brought in? Oh, you think that's his real? His like director's real? Yes. Like, this will speak for itself. What if they what if they brought him in? What if they brought in uh Jack Max, Shoulder? Max Headroom. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> like he plays trade, the bomb. Trade out Peter McNichol with uh, Max Headroom. Matt just, Frewer. Matt Frewer just and just he's going big. Just All right. He's up just that going uh, the Strategic Air Command, or SAC, in yes. Omaha is Sat- also... SATCOM doubles for a uh, food court <laughs> at a mall. <laughs> They're very concerned about the time as well. Yeah, and I don't know. Giant it, clock. It, it, there is a lot of pant shitting that will happen in this movie, too. <laughs> that's true. No that's, those are not farts. That is pant shitting. Uh, Sack in Omaha is also notified that it's like, uh oh, <laughs> there's something, there's a, there's a transpirance happening in uh, uh, the USSR. We might have a little bit of an oopsie coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Air Force Base, a lot of goofing and spoofing going on, a lot yeah. of grab ass people. People snapping each other with towels in the shower. All right. That, that was a great. thing that happens. There is a guy in a shower and he's like, hey, le- how was your anniversary or what wedding? Your whatever it was, wedding, yeah. Your yeah, and the guy's like, "Oh, my girl was great," and he's like, "Was she as good as me?" Or that time that she did me, <laughs> or that you and I did each other? I don't or know. I don't, I'm I'm don't sure know. I don't know. It's and for this, uh, I had sex with somebody, but you—it's up to your imagination. What's the most offensive person I had sex with? Yeah, and for this affront to his wife's dignity, oh, you're getting real. You're getting you're getting snapped you're getting with a towel, baby. The ass. Which is how a guy dies in Freddy's Revenge, FYI. <laughs> Gym teacher gets spanked in the showers till he dies. So think about that or don't. <laughs> Try not to. Try so, not to think about it. So other, other than nuclear hellfire, I mean, it sounds like the Air Force is a blast. It's basically uh, stripes up in also, there. They're power, just goofing. Power, Powers Booth was playing Afterburner. Yes, there was like playing- a everybody's favorite arcade stand-up game sounds great this sounds wonderful remember they had the one you could sit in and it would like rock slightly oh they should have put him in that that would be great they're like we need a man put him in the simulator and then that's (laughs) i need more quarters well 
Uh, Good. Yeah, that... Now fire up the pod racer uh, simulator. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it did seem like there was a bit of an oopsie as a bomb has gone off in Don Desk. Don cats, Desk? Don cat, Desk. Cats and cats and Bert, cats, cats cradle, cats yeah. cradle island. Which raises the DEFCON to three. Oh, fuck. But they have different names for it. It's like smoking gun, it's, roundhouse it's kick. It's like, uh, uh, what's yeah. cooler than being cold? Ice cold. Ice cold. Yeah, there's like, uh, uh, like scarecrow, uh, uh camera, flim, flim flam, woman, <laughs> man, light, TV. chair, camera, dog. Uh, yeah, they use stand-ins for it, but this is the, the DEFCON gets raised to three because it goes from five to one. Right. One would be the highest level. One is very bad. Five. Five is, is that's where you want to be. Day. You want to be at five. Because shit, it looks like Turkey, which is a NATO nation, is fired on the USSR. Yeah. And prompts an immediate counterattack from the Soviets as they launch their own missiles. Yes. The president. Martin Landau, who appears to be what I usually am at like on Tuesday at like one in the morning, he (laughs) is asleep in his chair, asleep, just conked out in his chair with static on the television, probably covered in his own filth and drunk off his ass. If I had to guess. (laughs) They call him. They say he had like one cup of soup. Because he is a much older man. He's like, oh, I'm going to stay up and watch the Grand Tour. It's my favorite <laughs> favorite BBC series. And he had like a sip of some Campbell's soup. It was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> They're just like vacuuming around him. You put papers in front of him, signs it. He's called in the White House and it's the sat commander in uh, Omaha saying, we got to get missiles in the air like right now <laughs> uh, but the president's like well this sounds like a mess this sounds like a, like no. a goof somebody this is, a, this is a whoopsie this is a goof we goofed they goofed or we goofed somebody here goofed so let's let's call somebody let's, let's ask them if they can turn the thing around if they cannot kill everybody let's have you tried that have you tried asking Let's ask nicely if they can just go ahead and put those in reverse mm-hmm. and then just back them up. Because sometimes, you know, you get you get hot headed and you think, oh, I'm going to say drive. things you regret. I'm going to drive over there and I'm going to beat that guy up. And then as you're on the road, you think to yourself, this is stupid. I should just go and get a, a frosty from Wendy's. Yeah. And maybe like a junior bacon cheese. Chill out. Eat in the car. Eat it in the car. Think about it. Listen back. to some tunes. And then just go back home. All right. No need to nuke everybody in Western civilization. Uh, the satellite, the sat, the, the sat commander says, all right, well, yeah, sure. we can we can do that. But here's the deal. Washington, D.C. is a missile coming at it in about 10 minutes. And uh, we're from where I'm standing here in Omaha. We're dead in 20. So. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah, I'll call a, whoever you want. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess I'll get a frosty. I want the vanilla one. I want to try the I want to try the vanilla one before I die. Hit up time and temperature. See what they have to say. <laughs> Meanwhile, also in the air is looking glass, which is the airborne 
uh, strategic commands that they have circling all of the time, just in yes. case something like this happens. Who's running looking glass? Well, you got, first of all, you got James Earl Jones. Yep. And he's like, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Gravelly voice. It's like major Kong really it's, did a number on it. Yeah. He said that uh, was 25 years ago. So I'm glad we're past it. Yeah. He said, I, I, yeah, I got a bad feeling when I'm up in a plane like this. So uh, we also have Dr. Bob Kelso from Scrubs up in the air running things as well. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you know you recognize this actor? Yes, he's the yeah. older dude. Yeah, he's Bob, angry. Bob Kelso's up there too. Uh, the president, however, receives a teletype from Russia, and you're you're gonna laugh. okay okay. <laughs> okay you're gonna laugh. All the right? number of things that had to happen for this again, you're gonna laugh. This the strategic command. Uh, operator is like it's now or never and he's like hold on i'm getting an email i gotta <laughs> i gotta i gotta look at this i gotta get my cheaters on let's take a look at what we got here let's see oh oh bed bath and beyond has a sale oh okay. that's, that's fun i i actually i need new bath towels i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna go <laughs> so the premiere of the ussr says this whoops that's all it says. Ah, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a guy pulling on his collar. Because yeah. here's what happened: instead of Turkey firing nukes on the USSR, it seems that uh, Soviet Republic that we read about earlier during the uh, Star Wars crawl, yeah, got their hands on some nuclear weapons and fired their own missile uh, in a Star Trek Six type reveal, where so they accidentally blew themselves up. No, they uh, later in Star Trek six, they fired on Russia. Oh, on the, the Poles. US- yeah. The, yeah. OK. They, they fired on the USSR because they were uh, they were upset at how friendly they had become with the West. Yes. OK. They said no peace in our time. time. Come now, James Earl Jones. <laughs> Prefer it this way. Uh, yeah. So. It's an oopsie. So the the Russian president gives him three outs. He says, okay, here's what you can do. You got three options here. Here's three options. You would think this doesn't affect you, that we got hit by someone who's undergoing a revolution. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> we saw Dr. Strangelove, and we mm-hmm. saw that they have an automatic doomsday device that counters attacks automatically and can't be overridden. So we saw, we turned it on. We said that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds we like ended a good the movie. Idea. I'm told that it ends with a pie fight. Um, <laughs> Early reports we read said pie fight. That sounded fun. So we were like, "What's the worst that could happen? Fun pie fight." The president says, uh, "Tells the United States they have three options. You can either just take the missiles as they are, and <laughs> nothing happens. Okay." We blew, we're going to blow up some of your stuff because it was an automatic release. Yeah. And if you don't retaliate, that's cool. We would love that. We'll just wash our hands of it. We'll say, you gosh, give us, we'll, we owe you one. You give maybe. us the money in your pocket and we calls it even. Two, we, you can retaliate. Now we can let you retaliate and you can kill about the same amount of people that we're going to be killing in about 20 minutes. That seems fair. And we call it even Steven. 
But keep in mind, then you don't have the one in your pocket for later. That's the thing. That's the thing. You burned it now. All right. Even though it's a mistake on our part. But here's the deal. You a tit for a tat. All right. That's. Yeah. If you if two weeks from now, you're like, oh, I got to move. Who and am you I going to want call? someone to help? You've You're already used me. that favor, all right? Yeah. Because you you killed like a hundred thousand people, twenty million people. <laughs> or if you're really feeling like a dick, <laughs> if you're going to be an asshole, if you're going to be a fucking dickhead about it, you can launch all the missiles that you want, but realize that we're going to have to do the same thing, and then everybody dies. Okay, so. Don't be a fucking prick about this, okay? <laughs> right? We said I'm tired we were, of this. We said we were sorry. Did we say? Oh well, all right. I'm saying now we're so, whoops. Okay, it's a mistake. Well, I actually I'm not saying sorry, but I did say whoops a daisies earlier, so yes. you can interpret that how you like. Yeah, we didn't plan for this to happen. All right, so so I can't. I, it would be insincere if it. I apologized. Because I didn't plan this to happen. Yes. It's just a thing that happened. Accidents happen, okay? My insurance company tells me to not accept fault in terms of car accident, so I will not be accepting fault here. However, I'm sorry you feel the way you do. The ultimate slap in the face. <laughs> the president says... He says, I yeah, like the cut of this right. guy's jab. <laughs> they're, cutting it, they're getting it to a straight. I like it. Uh, meanwhile, at the Air Force Base, where Powers Booth and Rebecca de Mornay are, the, the sirens are going off. Planes They're scrambling the they fighters. They said, we got to get the fighters in the air. Powers Booth and Rebecca de Mornay are piloting a bomber to, a, a bomber together. Uh, but they also have like a, a four man crew behind them. And they yeah. all think this is a stupid drill. They said, I was just in the shower playing grab ass. <laughs> Getting my ass spanked. Going through the spanking machine. Yeah. Now I got to jump in this flight suit without any underpants on. Oh, I'm out of uniform. Oh, 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 <laughs> Is I, someone going to punish me? I hope I don't. I, I don't receive some kind of punishment for this. I mean, that would be that would be awful in front of the whole crew to make an example of me. <laughs> Nobody does that, sir. It's like, oh my God. Says, have you just, been watching those Lou Costello movies again? <laughs> just sit down. Just sit down, man. Uh, they think it's another drill, but they start receiving these code words, which I love all of this stuff as well. That they have, like, imagine if it sounds like something that you would have at your job where it's like you get a, a call over the headset and it's like, <laughs> Mark, uh, we're going to code, code word hen house. I need you to pull pull up your uh, folder and, and break open that one. Okay. Hen house uh, authorization code chicken little. Mm. And then uh, top and then right. Like, Confirmed. <laughs> That's like, a go. Right. It's like, I have my key. I'm holding my key. Please uh, enact what the card says. Break my thing open. It says, go on your, go on your union 30. <laughs> Enacting yes, sir. three, two, two one. one, happy hunting. Click click then i go and i just take like a 25 minute poop <laughs> that should happen every time every it single would, time it would be there's, fun. Just, there's just piles of these little cards that you have to snap open 
And then one time you snap it open and then it's like a it's a it's a box with like a gun in it. You're like, oh, no, <laughs> no, the, no. One time I open it and it's my one of my coworkers saying that they're going to be 10 minutes late. And I'm like, may God have mercy on our souls. <laughs> uh yeah you're waiting for the one that says you're fired that's, that's the one you're really the only one. are you sure it's not zulu bravo i'm telling you it's read not. it again it should be zulu bravo i need confirmation are you sure it's not zulu bravo like we're certain just you're taking it just take go to the bathroom man that's all it's, i need you to do it's a, it's a house meeting just shoot it come on <laughs> Uh, they think it's a drill, but no, they get, they look at their little code pad and they're like, oh fuck, we're flying to Russia and we're, we're bringing hell with everyone (laughs) back in Washington district of Columbia, a bomb strikes the area. It was aimed at Andrews air force base, but wouldn't you fucking know it? They missed in the wind. It's, you know what? It's a long way. The fact that they got it anywhere nearby is pretty exciting. You can't get a hole in one on a par five. All right. But if you can get it on the green, green. if you can get it in the green and two, my God, you're set up pretty well. (laughs) So they nearly killed the president. Nearly killed the president, but uh, managed to blow up Walter Reed in the process. So, okay. No loss, no harm, no foul. That's what the, I say. The shock wave also manages to uh, blind Moreau in one eye because she yeah. was looking out the, the porthole when that's happened and also kills one of the guys on board because the shock wave knocks him into his control panel and breaks his neck. Apparently he was the one guy that wasn't wearing his seatbelt, which drives me crazy because it's. have you ever been driving and someone else is like, yeah, I'm fine without the seatbelt. And you're like, you're a danger to me. Yeah, you're the you tor- don't have you're your the seat- torpedo that's going to break my neck from the back. Yeah, seat. put your seatbelt on. Now this guy manages to put his head through an instrumentation panel. And <laughs> I guess also, like it. also like you had on a on a on a Tuesday night, just face right into your laptop. <laughs> Talking with Sack in Omaha, the president Martin Landau. Uh, is told that the Russians have fired again. They looked at the big board and they said, ah, well, you're not going to fucking believe this. They tricked you, man. They tricked They tricked you. You got chuffed. Yeah, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. <sighs> He's conflicted. He's like, but they seem so sincere on their email. <laughs> they said, oopsie daisy. They, they, said, said, they sent a shrug emoji. They said, whoops. And then like laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> yes. And they then me a like drunk, of, drunk emoji. They sent me a gif of a uh, key from Ken Peel just sweating a bunch. That's that's funny. That's they know what they're doing. Uh, he's like, fine, fuck it. Let's let's go, baby. Fire away. Yeah. Code word Trinity. Base Morpheus. code Morpheus. <laughs> Cypher's here. Top. T- he's eating a steak. <laughs> Um, mouse. I think mouse was one of them. Uh, the president is airlifted out via a helicopter and looks out the window and he's like, oh man, that is a hell of a whoops. <laughs> Omaha, however, talks with E4, which is the airborne presidential. He, he flies by Congress and he says, oh, I like what they did with the place. Am I right? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, if, if, 
pro is the opposite of con. You know, what's the opposite of progress, huh? Uh, huh? Uh, huh? Congress. Huh? Uh, we're having fun. <sighs> hmm? Yeah, no, my wife's dead. Millions yeah, dead of now. dead. Oh, millions. Of yeah. Omaha talks with E4, which is the airbound presidential command post. And they're told that, um, well, uh, the chain of command in all of this is uh, that uh, the secretary of the interior. Who's our biggest asshole? Yeah, they're like, Aaron McGavin, I'll take it. We don't know where the vice president is, speaker of the house, so on and so forth. We don't even know where fucking Kiefer Sutherland is. All right. And he's our designated survivor. He's out there. He said he had to go for a piss and then he never came back. That was like five days ago. <sighs> There's video. Said he's a pirate and he jumped into a Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, th- they have to go find him. He's out in Louisiana, but also Omaha says, well, that's it for my time. I'm getting the light here and uh, <laughs> get, they get blown up. On the helicopter, which is heading to Dover, as opposed to Andrews Air Force Base, the president is told, now you're, you're going to, you think you were laughing before. You're going you're gonna to laugh now. You, yeah. You're going to laugh now. The Russian missiles that were fired that we retaliated against, the second set, mm-hmm. they were for China, oh. not us. Well, Isn't how did they wild? get to us then? No, the first set, those were for us. Right. But we retaliated against the second set before they landed. But they weren't even coming here. They were going to China, man. So we launched a hellfire storm, which we probably shouldn't have because they're against missiles that aren't even going to hit us. Wouldn't you have seen what direction their missiles were going? You you can cut through a city to get to another city, Mark. China is south of the ussr we are depending on how you look at it north east or west look man if i want to drive to dallas i might have to cut through las vegas but that doesn't mean i'm stopping in vegas you're gonna stop in vegas i'm gonna stop vegas (laughs) but you get the drift all right so so that's a whoops on us that's a whoops on us so so we're all we're square on the whoops. Now we're even Stevens. Uh, however, another explosion manages to uh, take out the helicopter that was flying oh, God, and it God. crashes. Act two. On the plane in the air with uh, Powers Booth and Rebecca DeMornay, the crew's getting a bit restless because they're like, <laughs> this is uh, a, are we going to kill everybody? This, uh, this, this, uh, you know, this training session seems to be going on a long time yeah <laughs> i like that one guy's dedication he hasn't moved at all and i think he pissed <laughs> i think he evacuated his bowels one guy's freaking out because he's uh picking up uh like a country music station and he's like see it was training like why would they why would they be listening to country music if 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 it wasn't training huh yeah answer that captain um country music to me does say that uh, the world is over. If it Everything's was like dead, I mean, that's what that's what the radio stations and fallout like. That's all that's on. <laughs> yeah, if it was Groove is in the Heart by D Light, I'd now, be like, I think oh, we're okay. Okay. <laughs> Aqua Barbie Girl by Aqua. You're like, yeah. life will find a way. We're gonna pump up the jam. <laughs> Move this. 
the crew decides to take a practice run uh, on their bomb bombing runs. They do. They're like, <laughs> they're like, look, it's another two hours. It's either this or we can watch uh, this DVD copy of Sideways again. And you're like, oh, I know. Mm, fine country. <laughs> Uh, but but they it all goes perfectly. It all goes according to plan. They say, okay, on my mark, mark. They have stopwatches, and then they're doing their little clicks on their buttons. The yeah. practice goes well. But then they wonder <laughs> themselves, job, team. They wonder themselves, are they actually going to be able to do this once they're over a city with people in it? Powers Booth says yes. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Meanwhile, out in the forest, a kid finds the president's wreckage in the woods. And Peter McNichol, who is the president's body this, man, is like, go get help. And the kid's this, like, fuck you. Is this away. two nuclear blasts that the president has survived in like an hour? <laughs> he, he's smart Landau. What are you going to do? <laughs> the guy was he was in uh, the, you know, he's in that group. They were always like wearing masks and stuff. Oh. Mission Impossibles. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the presidential E4. Yeah. The other airborne strategic post that's got the president. We have a new president, Mark. The secretary of the interior, Billy Madison's dad. Yes. He's got a leg lamp. He's got it. says it's a major major award for Gile. It's Italian. Slaps his son. He used all the glue on purpose. Lots of fun. He's given two outlines. Okay. Again, choices. Think about this. Now, Rip Torn is like leaning one real close to him. That's, like, so this is what you're going to maybe want to do. There's you got two options here. You got the E4 Admiral who's uh, says, look, this might have all been a mistake. And you we can use the time that we have built in to calm things down and figure out a way to stop killing each other further because we right. kill a lot but because here's the deal bombers are in the air that's already a given yeah it takes the bombers eight hours to reach their target and go through their bombing run however we also have nuclear submarines that are on like seven hour intervals they go silent under the water and sit there for seven hours and then surface in order to get any new uh, uh, commands right, and then dive again in order to stay off the radar of the enemy. They can use those eight hours that the bombers are on the way to figure out a solution because right now our fail safe is that at seven hours, those subs are going to hit the water. And unless we tell them not to fire, they're going to fire. That's one way to do it. If you're meanwhile, a bitch. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rip Torn, yeah, he kicks his kicks his feet up on the desk. He's like, I mean, if you're a puss, yeah, a big fucking pussy, you're Must not be. a pussy. Billy Madison's dad, you're not a pussy, are you? <laughs> Rip Torn playing his character from the president's plane is missing. He's like, yeah. I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger fan of uh just uh killing everyone involved. Rip Torn says this now is the time to get those valuable fluids. From Russia <laughs> to protect our valuable fluids. They, he says, now's the time to cut the head off the chicken. And lame. 
lame analogy should be snake or something but sure but he says cut the head off the chicken and he says it twice in order to remind the audience this is the important thing that we're doing now's the time they're they're on the they're on the back foot and they think they have us on the back foot but we can clear them out now if you give the go yes billy madison's dad's like oh fuck i don't i don't even know what the secretary of the interior does now i'm the president Ugh. You know what? I'll I'll be vice president. I'm fine. I'm yeah. good. You guys can, you guys sound like you know what you're doing. You guys yeah, can be president. I like I like you. I like you, you rip toward whatever you want. You should be president. I'm appointing you as president. In the air, the Russians engage the bomber plane that has powers booth and Rebecca de Mornay, and they shake off some missiles, but they need to outfly these flyboys. They're chasing them down. Meanwhile, they got to drop weight. That's the thing. They're, the crew. <laughs> that's right. We need it. We need to be as aerodynamic as possible. Take the radios out. Get them out of here. Take an engine off. All right. The we'll be lighter without sound. one. Yeah. Rebecca DeMorne. What are you? Buck, buck 10. That'll help. Gotta go. See ya. Secretary of the interior. However, Billy Madison's dad goes into his own little ready room and thinks on it. Gets on one knee. He's like, I could kill a lot of people or I could kill a lot more people. Hmm. Hmm. Rebecca de Mornay realizes that they can drop one of the nukes that they have in the mountains uh, and it'll go off and shake off the jets that are chasing them. That should not be an option. <laughs> you think you think, but like they're they're basically a big, heavy piece of shit without any weapons, except the payloads that they're carrying. So, so they're like, let's drop a bomb indiscriminately and hope everything works out. Just irradiate the Ural Mountains and call it a day. Uh, they do this and it works. You boy, what what can't nuclear technology do these days? Like, yeah, I guess. They look out. Powers Booth looks out the window and he's like, yeah, look at <laughs> that. that. Sh- that'll learn him. Look at that shit. Back on E4, Billy Madison's dad decides we're going with Rip Torn's plan. All right. Yeah, let's kill them all. This guy's in the men in black. OK, he knows what's going on. He wants to enact the grand tour. Their side, our side, everybody's dead. <laughs> In a certain respect, it's 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 that's the fairest version, right? That is the only yes. That it, would everybody wants a fair and equitable world. How about we're all dead? The grand tour is this. They're they're going to Iowa. <laughs> they're going to New Hampshire. Yeah, they're going to the White House. <laughs> yeah. They are going to use their bomber planes to hit the leaders in the major cities there in Russia in order to try and dis- disrupt everything completely. Why do they think that the leaders aren't going underground? Why do I, they think that there's just going to hang out at the building that looks like a mush of uh, an onion? <laughs> the background of the Tetris. Of Tetris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, is I think that they, they understand that, but they know where the bunkers are located. And if you drop a nuke deep enough, I don't know, maybe they have bunker busters. I have no idea, but they want to, they want to go after the leader specifically where they think that they're hidden in order to completely decimate, uh, the army. But you can also see where the problem is. And Rebecca de Mornay points this out as well. Once the bombers, uh, eventually receive these orders that it's like, well, it's a dumb idea because you need somebody to 
you need someone to turn off the war machine. Yeah. Because in their mind, if they go after the leaders and kill them, there's nobody to give the command to, to fire again. Well, then the military takes over and the military does what the military does. The right thing. <laughs> God bless our troops. Uh, the Admiral, meanwhile, who had the plan of let's not kill everybody is like, well, this is you're going to kill us all. You're you're going to you're going to kill. You blew it up. You, you bastards. bastards. You blew it up. God damn you. He nearly leaves the room. He says, well, you fucked us. You fucked us. <laughs> you fucked us. And no he leaves point the room. anywhere. You know it was you. All of you. You fuck you fucked us. Almost leaves the room without handing over the uh, little card that says the 10th bomb is free. <laughs> Needs to hand over the code word, keyword, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to give to James Earl Jones to enact this plan. Billy Madison's dad says, "Did you really accidentally almost accidentally forget to give this to me?" And he says, "Look, I don't fucking know anymore, yeah. man." <laughs> Oh, you just kissed my ass. What do you think, man? <laughs> I got a lot of shit going on. All right. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Billy Madison's dad calls up Looking Glass, which is where James Earl Jones is, and gives the order. And he says, I got great news. Here's an <laughs> order for you. Kill them all. Let God sort them out. Huh? And he's like, I like this. This is why I got into this job. Meanwhile, James Earl Jones says, hey, that plan kind of sucks, <laughs> which this is my favorite part. This is my favorite part of this movie is like usually in terms of these movies, like every single. Like link in the chain of command, it's like, well, it's the president and it's like big salute. Yeah. Yes, sir. No, sir. The the in terms of the chain of command, because they think Martin Landau's dead. Right. You have Billy Madison's dad. Being like, we're doing this. We're Operation Zulu. It's it's happening. And J- James Earl Jones is like, that kind of sucks, Dick, man. That <laughs> fucking blows. I don't well, want to. And it isn't like, with all due respect, sir, he's like, no, that's, that's stupid. That they, is stupid. They must be the most informed military of, like, the chain of command because they're like, Darren McGavin? Oh, no, I'm not listening to that <laughs> asshole. I think I could kiss my ass is no. what it boils down to. Who fucking cares what he has to say? I got an, uh, I got an, uh, I got a mission for you. <laughs> Sit and spin. Yeah, orders are you can proceed to kiss my ass, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, salute, yes. Uh, however, he's like, you should probably rethink this. <laughs> I'm going to give you a minute. You know what? But he's, but here's, here's, he's the president. So it's like, all right, we're going to do your shitty plan. The plane up uh, where Rebecca De Mornay and Powers Booth are, get the code words. And they're like, we can't believe this shit either. What the fuck? This sucks. But Powers Booth being the fly boy that he is says, we have a job. All right. Yes. To kill everyone on the everyone our own families our own throats all right slit them all do you remember when you signed up for this at the age of 17 
that they said someday you may have to kill the world. And you said, but uh, you'll pay for my college, right? And they're like, yeah. Portions of it, depending on if you go to a state school. Rebecca DeWarnay says no. She says, this is madness. We need to turn the plane around. She says, Red October. You do not have the authorization. The two of them argue because Powers Booth is like, this is your this is dereliction. This is treason. Like you're if if you're going to get court martialed, you're going to get you're going to get such a towel whipping. (laughs) If there's any towels left, it's the spanking machine is going to get fired up. And the two of them have a big argument and he offers her side because he's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to shoot you? You want me to jettison you out of the plane? Like you can't cause a mutiny on this ship. All right. I think it's mutiny. I don't know. It's an airplane. I know that (laughs) we're over international waters. Powers booth gives her cyanide, but then obviously the two of them have a relationship with each other. They obviously love each other. Yeah. Some kind of respect. Pulls her by the arm and says, all right, fine. <laughs> we'll go ahead and get court-martialed for high treason. Like like me when I, when I don't want to go to a veggie grill for dinner again, I'm like, <laughs> fine, whatever. I'll try their tacos. They'll suck. It's just going to be salty. Fuck. He asks, so Powers Booth goes and informs the crew directly. He's like a, he's like a dad, like informing the crew they're not going to Disneyland. He's well, like, it's like, look, I know this is gonna be hard, but we're not gonna be dropping that nuke. Not kill everyone. Other yeah. people, actually, other people will be killing everyone. So what we're doing is a token gesture. But yeah, you're probably by knowing this, we're, we're gonna get shot down out of the sky probably, and die horribly anyway so i don't know turn on that country music station again if you got yeah. it get, get guys if you smoke them if you got them folks meanwhile on the crew there's a guy down in the, the belly of the plane because everyone else seems to be on board with this they're like yeah this seemed like a stupid plan from the beginning <laughs> andrew do you think the do you relate to these characters in that like <laughs> They're like, you're in the military and someone's giving you orders to end the world. And you're like, pass. Uh, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. No, no, no. You can fire me. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I want you to fire me. (laughs) There's a guy down there. One of the uh, weapons operators, though, that calls Powers Booth a coward. Mm -hmm. He says, you sight, remember your oath that you have took at the, the academy. Again, when you were 17 <laughs> and hung over. That said, if you if we ask you to end the world, you have to cross your heart and hope to die. Stick a needle in your eye. And he's and was like, of course, I remember the plan. Uh, yes, I, yes, I have it tattooed on my arm. Uh, they get in a fight. Powers Booth just punches the shit out of this guy. Just he's like, takes him down. Clean this fucking trash up. <laughs> Meanwhile, the president is found in the woods and is brought to a FEMA camp. And uh, the the premier of the USSR is trying to get a hold of him on like a shortwave radio. Yeah. He's like got a CB and he's like, come on back. Look, <laughs> looking for big press. Come on back. 
It's one of those crank operated emergency <laughs> ones works for like two minutes. Looking glass and James Earl Jones informed that polar bear one, which is the plane that Rebecca de Mornay and powers booth are flying is turning around. They forgot something. They said, ah, oh, fuck. We, they think they left the lights on on their car. So they're so back to check. Got to go back. They don't have to land. They can just go over it. But if the lights are on, they're going to land. They're coming down. The president is also blind because he was like, I had to look at that blast. I heard the explosion. <laughs> I didn't look at the I, first one, but the I second one. I wanted to see it. I was. If, uh, why wouldn't I want to see it? It looks it sounds fun, like a big, bright light. Who wouldn't want to see that? Meanwhile, polar bear, while up in the air over Russia, spies more jets. But then they realize that the jets, by the you know, they must have also forgot to turn their lights off because they also turn around. Yeah. Uh, down in the belly of the plane, the squirrely guy that got beat up because he was a big baby, big, <laughs> a big like goody two shoes. It's like, no, guys, the president, president says said to kill everyone. We got to blow up the world. So we got to blow it up. And everyone was mad and they laughed at me and they put me through the spanking machine. <laughs> but not like the not like the normal not in the fun way. No, they were all mean and no one was laughing about it, which is like that was bad. He's got a gun now. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot the nuke and kill us all. <laughs> uh he tries to hold up the crew, they get in a big fight. He gets pushed back into a chair. He decides, well, see you later, suckers. Ejects himself. <laughs> yeah. Manages to also suck out the majority of the crew with him. Oh, you hate to see it. So Rebecca de Mornay and Powers Booth are the only people left on board. They're like, thank God we have named characters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Martin Landau's character is only known as the president. So yeah. he doesn't even have a, a name either. Act three, Looking Glass tells Billy Madison's dad, they're like, look, all right, we have one coward plane in the air that turned around and the jets that were chasing him, them also turned around. So I'm guessing if you turn the other bombers around, everyone is going to go back home and check to see if they left the gas on at yes. home or their lights tell every, or whatever. Tell everyone, you know what, do one of those announcements. Where you're like, hey, everybody, um, did anybody leave their car lights on? And everyone will like pat their pocket. Then like, don't describe it. So then they all have to go and look. Like, I think I turned, but it was raining and I I was in a hurry because I again I and also my butt hurt from all of the spanking. <laughs> so I didn't want to sit in the seat too long. Uh Billy Madison's dad doesn't have any of it, and he fires, he's like, <laughs> he's like. Do as I say, I'm the new president. I've got my big boy pants on. I got the card. I'm it's look at the card. James Earl Jones is like, nah, man, that sucks. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not doing that. That's stupid. And he gets fired for his troubles. And he's like, fire me. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the actual president, Mark Landau, gets through to James Earl Jones and after some, which is also great, too. It's like, uh, you know, it, it's like, <laughs> and, what's your favorite ice cream? Yeah, you know, it's James Earl Jones being like, hello. And it's the president going, James Earl Jones, it's the president. 
We have bombers in the air. We got to turn these things around. <laughs> Who is Who this? this? <laughs> James L. Jones. Uh, yeah, they have, he's, he wants like all the code words, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, look, man, I'm in the middle of bum fucking nowhere in a FEMA camp. I can't see <laughs> I'm anymore. Blind. I'm blind. Peter McNichols I'm, didn't make it. He's screaming at me about something. I don't know. Just, just fuck. Just do as I say, man. Put me on the blower with the president or whoever, whatever cowboys in the air now. Just fucking do this. James Earl Jones is like, well, technically I don't have a job anymore. So sure. <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> they call off the bombers. Yeah. They pull them back. But here's the thing, Mark. The Air Force can't tell the Navy what to do. Can the so, president? Well, that's the thing. The commander in chief can, but the president has to get in touch with this, with Billy Madison's dad to be like, both of us need to tell these submarines that are poised to launch in like an hour. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Martin Landau calls Billy Madison's dad. Billy Madison's dad says, yeah, no. Not, uh, we're gonna <laughs> I kind of liked being president. So I'm, I'm going to be the last one. So yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do this now, but it was great talking to you. The, the, whatever camp you're in sounds great. Uh, good luck with those broken legs. It FIFA? sucks. About you said it was a <laughs> soccer camp. I That's love, cool. I love their video games. Um, good luck with the eye thing. That sucks, but I that stuff grows back. If and, anyone can fight through this, it's you, man. All right, gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Did I hang up? Did I don't I don't really know the phone system. Oh, I'm just. Are you, no, I are you pressed still? nine. Yeah, uh, no, I'm pressing the blinking. That hangs up. No, just, that that's speakerphone. Uh, I look, man. It's just, I'm just gonna unplug the phone. All right. I'm gonna press all the red buttons. <laughs> no, 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 no. Meanwhile, the Navy is gonna shoot down the polar bear. Oh no! All right. The, the, the fans of Coca-Cola are gonna be devastated. On E4, the uh, E4 Admiral up there, the one that was trying not to get everyone killed, is like, oh, man, this new president sucks. <laughs> we got to do something about this. Attacks the Secretary of the Interior because he's like, you're just going to, you know that we could bail out of this if we wanted to, but you're not going to because you are you got ripped horn in your ear. Yeah. And that guy is cool. I'll admit, he's got a pipe and everything, but, <laughs> but, uh, no, man, that sucks. Tries to jump him, gets arrested for his troubles. But here's the deal, Mark. Looking Glass and Martin Landau have an even better plan. Oh, yeah? We're going to ram him. <laughs> Take down the president. Looking Glass is hoping to ram the E-4 out of the air. That's right. Airline to airline jousting combat. I love it. They 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 size each other up. They circle. Da, they da, circle. Da, 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 and then they da, jam da, da, them on the gas and, and then they crash right into each yeah, other. Yeah, whoever blinks first, they are called cowards and they can't be president. All right. And looking glass knows they're not going to pull back. All yeah. right. We're going to go right through them if we have to. Because here's the deal. Conflicting. Uh, if if Martin Landau, who's the president, yeah. says don't do it, 
summer. Right. And Billy Madison's dad says, well, the plan was already that you're going to do it. If conflicting orders go out there, the subs are going to go with the original orders. Right. Do it to it, baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they have to blow up E4, allowing only one set of orders to go in. So Weird Glass that- has got to catch up with E4, try and get it out of the sky, blast it. What about the fighter jets? Um, they're busy. Does it have to be looking glass? Are they just near? They're near, but also like, how are you going to scramble jets fast enough to fire on the jets are already in the air? Yeah, but you can't just say, hey, I need you to fire on the sitting president, please. But like James Earl Jones is top brass. He knows what has to be done. The thing's got to have a tailpipe, Mark. This also seems difficult, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I don't yes, imagine this is an hitting, easy maneuver. Hitting a moving jet plane also seems like it would be tough to do with yes. another jet plane. If everybody is going 600 miles an hour and you're trying to hit somebody else, it seems more difficult than if you have a fighter jet, which is designed to take down other planes yeah it's it's it it's one thing if it's like a pirate ship because that's kind of the thought here is it's like yeah two pirate ships uh you know battling one another and if you wanted to ram one and the other again they're only going 30 miles now. 11 I, knots I, yeah how fast how fast is a banana nowadays uh however back with rebecca de mornay and powers powers booth the, they're about to get shot down, but then their carrier, the Navy's carrier is sunk. And so the jets that were chasing powers booth is like, well, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Shoot, shoot you down. And then we're out of fuel anyway. So we're, we're fucking dead. We're all I done. <laughs> I don't know. Blow up some more stuff. Have, have at, I, who fucking cares anymore. I love this level of apathy that just shows up and it's like, eh, uh, yeah, I, watching this movie, I was thinking about the guys at like the Omaha base, and I was just imagining be, being those guys and being like, "Well, good luck. Sure, you'll figure something out. We're dead. Bye." <laughs> but also, like, I, I love that once it gets to a certain point, that the chain of command in terms of the military, like everybody is in the same boat. Where once you're pushed to that specific point. You're like, well, fuck, I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. <laughs> like everybody except for Rip Torn is like reaches the a dereliction of duty. Yeah. They're asked to do this thing. And it's like, no, no, I'm not doing that's that. Stupid. That's, that's stupid. It's dumb. So the guys who were they're like, we need you to shoot down the polar bear. And then once the you know, once the aircraft carrier is gone, that was their base. They're like. Well, that's dumb. I'm not going to follow orders. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot the stupid plane down. Who gives a shit? They're carrying what? Oh, no. They, they know what they're doing. So. I, I mean, I'm not going to tell them what to do. Well, the chase, however, between E4 and the looking glass is not going well because E4 was going around the nuclear clouds that happen to be populating the United States now. But now sure. they're going through them. They're going straight through them. Just like in Star Trek 2. Turn into the wave. Uh, And they also have like five minutes to catch up. 
they're like, here's this. They're going pretty fast. I mean, we're a plane, an airplane. Planes go pretty fast, but they're going like really fast. Really fast. James Earl Jones knows that the pilot of the E4 is really, really good. And he says, unless he intentionally screws up, we ain't going to catch him. It's not going to happen. We're back here. They're up there. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. But then <laughs> again, dereliction of duty. Yeah. The pilot, the pilot of the plane kind of realizes that shit's gone sideways on his plane because he's like, no, I agreed with the guy that said we weren't going to kill everybody. So he decides to turn into the wave himself and line himself up to just get absolutely rammed by uh, the looking glass. Couldn't he have just turned off the engines and pointed the plane at the ground? Does he have to kill looking glass too? I think, I think, well, he needed it to be instantaneous, right? If you had just punch the thing down yeah i mean maybe you can pull out of that but also maybe somebody i, I don't no, know if he's saying you know what i'm gonna kill myself so that this whole plane dies mm-hmm. and i'm the pilot do you need to say i'm going to let us be crashed into by these other guys or can you just be like i'm gonna point it at the ground we're going so fast and it'll be so sudden that it'll be very unlikely that anybody will be able to stop me well, you could hope for that, but he knew what the plan was. And he's like, I, I want I want him to crash into me. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. One last spanking machine before you head to the great beyond. <laughs> Cause uh, apparently they see James Earl Jones sees the pilot through like, the, uh, they, so, they salute each other. And they say, Let's see you at that great spanking machine in the sky. Yeah. Uh, we are told by a title card right after this that last minute instructions allow for a stand down on the nuclear sub. So, you know, that's, cool. that's good. Meanwhile, Rebecca DeMornay and Powers Booth are still on their uh, their little rendezvous. A jaunt. They got a, they got a big bomber and they got a, a couple nukes on board and they're just kind of flying off into the sunset. And uh, Rebecca DeMornay is like, so. uh Huh. What uh what now, huh? I guess we gotta repopulate the earth, baby. <laughs> Powers booth is, says, Welcome to tomorrow, baby. <laughs> Which um she winces. She's like, that's what you got it. That's what you got. Ugh. Which like I don't know what they're like what what what's what's their where are they gonna land? Where are they gonna do? They just gonna crash the plane? Take they the cyanide? Probably- they can find a what's it called a, a, a highway a clean highway and land yeah uh, uh <laughs> a quicksilver highway sure yeah and then what I don't know. What, what do you want do you want the movie to follow them just walking around just hanging out <laughs> asking where have all, all the, people the people gone, gone. Oh, right. We do know this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they fly off into the sunset. And guess what, Mark? So do we, is that's the end of the till dawn's the dawn's early light, a.k.a. the Grand Tour. Mark, what did you think of this film? Andrew, it seemed nihilistic 
it seemed like it was retreading ground that has already been retread by better uh, World War Three movies. Yeah. I wasn't really that like, and I, as soon as I saw James Earl Jones, I was like, oh, we're just doing a Doctor Strange love. But like, not with the fun, not with the... the not, with the, not with the whimsy of... Uh, of a, of a nuclear Strange. holocaust. Sure. Yeah. Which at that point, you're like, okay, then we're just doing a red alert. Um, so yeah, I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't really won over by it. And it just seems so strange that like every single person down the line is like, <laughs> no. I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Yeah. No, fuck you. Which, well, Martin Landau's character mentions this, that he says that, you know, the computers have done their, done the thing that we built them to do. But the right people made certain decisions somewhere up and down the chain. Yeah. And it, it just it just keeps reminding you that like in terms of nuclear war, you're like, well, hopefully cooler heads prevail, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's the like um apparently Nixon would repeatedly be like, We're going to nuke Vietnam. And then Henry Kissinger would have to go to like the generals and be like, "We're not doing that. That's stupid. <laughs> you know yeah, that's stupid." Nixon drunkenly just, oh, "We gotta get a wall." Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, Kissinger might be like, no, no, "Just let him talk." <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that's a great idea, Mr. President. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we're gonna, to we'll get out. I'll, 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 I'll talk to you outside. <laughs> that's right. We're turning. The, we're we're turning the keys right now. Oh, they're going. Oh, that's it. They're gone. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, there goes Vietnam. Have another drink, Mr. President. Why don't you lay down? Yeah. Why don't you have this bowl of soup? <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your uh, your nightly uh, television show of uh, static. Yeah. This. Uh, but I I do I do respect the idea of of you know employees that are asked to do this thing. And I, I love that, like, in terms of the military, it's like you're asking somebody to basically sign the death warrant for all of millions, billions of people. And they're like, no, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. But I can relate to it when someone is like, I need you to print this out on green paper. No, I'm like, I'm not, that's, that's, that's stupid. ridiculous. That's fucking stupid. Green. Who's going to be able to read that? No one. You want, a, you want a nice white, all right? You want it to pop. High contrast. Black text on white paper. Now that's something you that's can enjoy. That's how you do it. Uh, Mark, would you recommend this film? Probably not. I would recommend Dr. Strangelove. I would recommend Red Alert. Well, what about the day after? Why is the day, the day after. Why is the day after better than this one? Because that's about that's about the citizenry less than it is about the military, and that is like that is asking, okay, you, me, what are we gonna do if this happens? Because well, we're supposed this, to, it's we're fantasy. Supposed to put ourselves in the shoes, yes, of uh, of Bob Kelso and James Earl Jones. Like, yes, but that's all. It's fantasy. you. It's that's you like, and me. It's you and me getting a call and being like, listen to this, man. <laughs> They're telling us we're gonna blow up the fucking world. <laughs> Do you wanna? <laughs> I mean, the plane's cool and all, but I don't want to be up here all fucking the rest of my life. Well, the rest of your life isn't going to be that long. I guess that's true. Come on, let's do it. Uh, but uh, I, oh, sh now I, 
I got these are my car keys. I didn't bring I oh, you fuck. didn't bring them. Oh, my God. <laughs> it around. I, I grabbed him as I walked out the door. It's it. I put it it's in the same the caddy, place it? every on single time. And the one time I don't, that I walk, I leave mine in the plane. But then what happens if you can't if you don't bring the pl- the keys to the plane with you? That's then you're looking leave in. Leave them all here. Then you're looking in, and then you got to get a coat hanger and try oh and pop the God. door. But if it's right. right, if it's right by the door, if it's and it, I, it, I'm telling you, I know exactly where it is. Yeah, I, I know I where just mine are. I just mine are right here in the I, plane. I'm sorry, I didn't grab it before I ran out the door because I was told we're gonna drop the bomb. I got all right. excited. Fine. All right. Okay, we're going back, but you're going to tell Kolchak, the Night Stalker, why? We'll talk about that, all right? You're better at these things than I am. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) And then just silent flying. (laughs) See, so I can, I love that we can, even in these circumstances, there are characters that we can relate to. There will always be assholes that don't want to do the one thing that they're asked to do. Much like the characters that watch uh, the, the Ghost of Flight 405. Like 401. Uh, 401 go down as they were arguing over how much sugar was in the coffee. Was there sugar in this? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I, there, I, no, there's no, I, there's no Taste sugar it. in it. Taste there's, it and tell me there's no sugar in this. No sugar. There's no sugar in that. That's pure oh, really? black. That's pure black. <laughs> Check the garbage can. I am. I, I hear you. Check the fucking garbage can. I'm going to check. Well, okay. You sit down and then I'll get up. Well, no. Because one of us has to be here. You're on the comms. All right. Oh, so you're, you're telling me. Oh, well, fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, that's, that's my favorite part of the show is putting ourselves in the, uh, in the shoes and realizing that, yeah, we would end up dooming whoever was around us every single time. No matter what, whether we're supposed to do something or not do something, we'll find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, there's no power. There's no power fulfillment when it comes to, you know, that's why people watch movies that they're like, oh, I can really put myself in the shoes of so-and-so. And no, we know we would fuck we it up. We know who we I mean, are. We would immediately fuck it up if we had any access to any sort of power in that regard. Well, Mark, that's going to do it for by dawn's early light. But we continue our march through March, World War Three. Here it comes with something a little lighter. Oh, for next time, Mark, we are watching this from 1999, premiering on UPN. It's the last man on planet Earth. They tried to commit genocide. Now to survive, the men must. It's the ultimate battle of the sexes. I have got a white male. And the men are going to fight right down to the last man on planet Earth. Tomorrow on UPN's Thursday night at the movie. Yeah, it's got um, it's got uh the guy from MacGruber. Nope. Um, nope. Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw. Nope. Nope. Uh, this is uh, 
I, I can understand the confusion. Betty here. Draper. No, that's, January Jones. She that's, shows up a couple of that's episodes. The last man on Earth. This is the last man on planet Earth. Mark, let me give you a little bit of a synopsis here. If the uh, trailer didn't give it to you. Okay. Sometime in a dystopian future, World War III with Afghanistan breaks out. An incurable biological weapon called the Y-bomb, which targets the Y, which targets the male Y chromosome, is used and that results in the eventual deaths of 97% of the world's men. Feeling that they're better off without men, the planet's women decide to outlaw men because they were too violent. Right. I mean, why did FX cancel this? That's what yeah. I want to know. <laughs> we had X the last man. Or Y the last man. Um, uh, great. Sounds like a hoot. <laughs> it's going to be good. Julie Bowen is in this, Mark. <laughs> From uh, Modern Family. Modern Family? <laughs> That's for next time on Television Movie Night. We're watching The Last Man on Planet Earth. Uh, but you can always go back and listen to past episodes at soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. You can also subscribe to us and listen to us on iTunes. Leave a review there. You can listen to us on Spotify and leave a review there. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. You can email us at TV movie night podcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. And... Enjoy a wonderful Give March. Us Just call us up. We're around anytime you want. I'm I'm looking at my phone right now. Nothing you got going my on. Number. You got Andrew's number. You got the the hotline. Just give us a call. Just give us. Just ring us up. Let's let us know what you thought of uh, what you thought of the movie that uh, would star the two of us, uh, allowing a nuclear holocaust to happen. Yeah, forcing a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> they told us to do the thing, and I don't want to get yelled at, so I'm doing the thing. I'm yelling at you. I know. I'm getting it from both ends. Soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, I like that this movie that we're going to watch next asks the question, what if the thing that doomed Mark Gonzalez was the thing that saved him and that his lack of tea allowed him to survive? <laughs> <laughs> the man this horrible virus. The, yeah, the, in, in a world of no tea, the man with low tea is king. <laughs> is king. Yeah. <laughs>